welcome to the Book of Wellbeing podcast, a place to help you to understand, manage and improve your mental health and wellbeing, where you will find the knowledge, guidance and tools you need to improve your life and where you can build your own wellbeing toolkit to take with you. I think we sometimes feel this feeling more than we realise when we feel like a pressure cooker and when life gets overwhelming and often because we're not awake in our thoughts and we're preoccupied by everyday life we're sometimes not switched on to feeling this way and so it just kind of unfolds chaotically itself without us realising burnout can feel lots of different things and so it's hard to describe it in a in a brief way and we're all individuals so we'll all feel this in different ways but the way that I see it that I think we can all relate to is two different types of burnout and then all of that mingling into one so the first one is physical burnout so when we're moving through life really fast when we've got lots of things to do and physically we're worn out and we don't have to be exercising vigorously to feel like this it's just about constantly being on the move and never slowing down feeling like all of those things you need to do are just piling up on top of each other into carnage and then the second type is feeling burnt out in our mind. So where our thoughts are really chaotic and we're constantly thinking, overthinking, ruminating to the point where our mind gets really tired. And then usually burnout happens when we're having a bit of both of them can be one or the other but usually both together and it's a really difficult feeling to have and one that I've had recently that's why I thought it would be helpful to share this episode today it's a bit like the feeling of burning the candle at both ends where we're just doing too much and we can't quite gather our stillness and our sense of self because everything's just clouded and we're moving too fast or too much on the outside and the inside and not prioritising our self-care and our own needs a bit like sometimes the straw that broke the camel's back that's what happened to me and so I'm sure you can relate to this experience where something, things are happening in life, one after the other, and everything feels really overwhelming. But then something else might happen that's, maybe not the word minor, but kind of minor. It's not a big life event, but it's just something that crops up, and that's the thing that tips you over the edge, or that feeling of being tipped over the edge. And that's really common when we're feeling burnt out for that to happen because our resilience becomes really low. And so the things that might 
usually not cause us that much stress feel really significant and feel really difficult to be able to manage and so this happened to me so I'll share you I won't go into great detail but I'll share just a little brief summary and hopefully you can relate and so I was moving around life really fast and trying to do everything and uh, feeling this great pressure inside that I had to do things not in a certain time frame but you know, every day was like, I must do this, must do that, have to get that done. And thinking about what everybody else around me needed at work and at home. And various different stresses were happening at the same time. And I'll say that I was slowing down and I was meditating and looking after myself, but I really don't think I was, because I don't think I would have got to that point if I was doing that properly. But I'm human, and so these things happen. And one day my head just kind of went bang. Not in an outpour externally, but just inside where I cried a lot and I felt quite isolated and I couldn't really think very straight about problem solving, which is a telltale sign for feeling burnt out, is that we can't really problem solve things very easily we overthink and ruminate a lot so this all happened on one day and actually it was a really horrible feeling and it's one I've had many times before but because I was aware this time and I was watching it yeah it didn't feel very nice and I had to stop and really think about what was happening because when I'd done this, what I realised was I, I didn't actually have any energy for anybody else at that point. So I'd gone past the point of being able to be there for other people and to walk around daily life feeling, I suppose, quite content and good. I, I'd gone past that because I'd put too much pressure on myself and then I had no option but to stop and think about myself which is my first piece of advice for you if you're feeling overwhelmed and burnt out. It's that you have to stop and think about you and what you need. And I've said it many times in these episodes, but if we if we don't do that, we can't pour from an empty cup. So all the di- daily things like working and caring for people and going about our usual lives, if we don't look after ourselves, we're not going to be able to do those things to our best capacity. And so we have to look inwards in ourselves. And so anyway, so this happened to me and I I felt burnt out and I I didn't stop. That would be a lie, but I slowed down and started to watch what was happening. And then that started to project in other areas of my life. So I started to do other things uh, quite obsessively, like um, cleaning or looking at what I was eating and so the focus was going from all this day-to-day stress and what I'd been focusing on before and all I'd done was put it into other things because I didn't really slow down at that point very well. I still started to focus on the other things and then they were just adding to this already huge pile of stress and then I listened and I stopped and slowed down and started to focus on 
what I needed to do every day because I was getting to the point where I was feeling really wobbly. And, you know, your mind doesn't function very well. It's quite a scary feeling when that happens, when you're used to doing things and moving around and then all of a sudden everything just feels really hazy. It's not a nice feeling, which is sometimes what burnout feels like. Not slow motion because your thoughts aren't doing that, but it's kind of like, yeah, everything's glazed with a cloud, I suppose. And then, so the signs that I'll tell you now are the signs that I felt when I was experiencing this, but also the signs that you might experience when you feel burnt out. So I was feeling tired and lethargic, even though I would be sleeping okay and doing my usual um, like daily self-care things, drinking enough, eating enough and everything, but I was really exhausted, not able to think straight. So when I said before about problem solving, just not able to focus on something or following through with something or just making a simple decision feels really big and difficult. Overwhelmed, so that feeling of just, and life feels too much right now. Feeling defeated. So this is a really a, a really common one as well when we're feeling burnt out. So you know when we when we're really tired and it feels like life is against us type feeling. It's it's not, but it feels like that. And that feeling of defeat feels like I can't do this anymore. I can't go on the way I am in terms of what I'm doing or how I'm going about life. I can't manage the problems I've got. They're too big. Feeling defeat by life. Feeling alone. So this can happen even when you're surrounded by people. But in that moment when you have that overwhelming burnout feeling going on, it's very easily with, easy Sorry, whether you're on your own or not to feel it. And to feel like nobody else can possibly understand what is going on. And then procrastinating. And so I think most of us do this every day anyways. So I don't want you to attach this too much to, oh, if this is happening, I must be burnt out. Because it's a really common thing. But when we are feeling that way, we can procrastinate a bit more. And the way that I notice this in myself, it might work for you or might not um but i'll if i give you an example so i like to read books and that's one of my coping strategies sometimes it's how i like escape life and just have a break read a book if i feel burnt out when i when i'm reading even if it's like a page turner a really good book I, i can't focus i'm i'm thinking about other things and i don't stay focused probably for more than five or ten minutes and that's a sign for me And so for you, it might be just thinking about what things you do day to day that help you to cope like that. It might not, doesn't have to be reading, it could be something else. But if your focus isn't there and you're not able to do that task or that thing or that hobby for longer than usual, it might be just because you're feeling a little bit tired and burnt out. And then you'll notice that you procrastinate to get out of that thing that you're doing. So what do we do about it? Like anything that I talk to you about, 
there's probably a million and more things that I could tell you to do, but I'm just going to focus on a few small ones that helped for me and that I know have helped for other people. And the first one, I've already said it, I'll say it again. You have to slow down. There's no other option. And you might say in your mind, oh, I've got this to do, I've got the dishes to do, the tea to make, I've got to get to work and do X, Y and Z, I've got to do all this. If you get to that point where burnout makes you feel, I'll say the word unwell, that's how I felt, unwell, you will not be able to do any of those things, whether they need to or not. You'll go past that point. And so it's better to catch it early and just think, right, I'm going to have to slow down and stop doing all those things for a minute. And when we slow down, there's a really strong connection between our mind and our body. And so like in the beginning, when I said the two different types of burnout feeling, the, both of them are, are really closely connected. So when you're feeling like this, working on the mind when we are lost in thought is quite difficult. And so we need to probably focus on physical first. So this is just about slowing your physical body down. When you're doing day-to-day -day things, just try and think actually what really needs prioritised today and what can wait because what we usually do as humans is we've got this big pile of things that we've got to do and the one day merges into another until we've got a huge, huge list of things that we constantly need to be doing. So the best way is just to think, go through one day at a time, what needs done today? Like really needs done. Like absolutely essential. Anything else can wait. It's really, I mean, I find it really difficult to leave the dishes on the side. I, I do find that difficult, even though I'm not obsessively, I don't obsessively keep things clean. Usually only where people can see. Um, but lately, when I've been feeling like this, I've been forcing myself to leave the dishes overnight. Just leave them sitting there. And it's not about the physical leaving the dishes or anything to do with domestic life. It's more about my mind and thinking it's just to reinforce a message that things have to wait and you come first. So things like that. Slow the physical down. And then the mental. So it's quite hard to slow our thoughts down when we're feeling like this. But usually when we slow our physical body down, it's easier to slow thoughts and the mind down. And meditating, I'm smiling when I'm saying it because I know a lot of you will resist it, but meditating is the one key thing that really helps even if you just sit and do this for two or three minutes. Just give your brain a break. Try and slow it down. And remember, I've said before, meditating isn't about sitting cross-legged, doing any, any hand gestures and having to focus on nothing. That isn't what meditation is about. It's just about bringing more stillness and... If you just sit for three minutes, if you can manage more, that's better. But even three is good enough. If you just sit and just work on just slowing thoughts down. Sometimes you can just picture one object in front of you, like a, a light of some colour or a shape. And just 
try and focus. And all you're doing here is just resting the thoughts, slowing them down. Nothing magic. Well, it is. But it doesn't have to be from you. It doesn't have to be anything complicated. When you slow down, this was a, this was a quick fix. This is turning into a long episode, but anyways, I hope it's helpful. When you slow down physically and then you've mind a little bit, what can sometimes happen then is that when that's when emotions start to flow. So when we are feeling burnt out in the beginning, before we've done those other things, we do usually feel things like stress, burnout, overwhelm, those ones, but other emotions aren't usually there. There might be, but they're just in the background. When we slow down, sometimes that can be the moment when these things come up. And the best thing to do when this happens is just let them flow. Just let yourself feel what you need to feel. If sadness turns up, just let it be there. And what we're doing by letting it be there is we're letting it flow through us so it's not blocked. When we've been stressed, we've held a a tight ball of tension inside and all this can sometimes just be wrapped together. So we're just letting emotions flow. Even if it's anger... Just let it be. Sometimes visualise the emotion just flowing through through into the ground is a really helpful technique to do that. Your own needs have to come first. You have to put yourself first. We cannot pour from an empty cup and we can't be there for other people in the, in the way we need to be if we're not doing that. And... That can manifest in ways like when we get impatient with people, when we lose tolerance for people talking to us or just asking for us to do things. This is because we haven't prioritised ourselves first. And so you have to think about what you need. Two questions that I always ask myself, I don't think I've said this in another episode. I'll go into it more in another though. Two questions when you're feeling like this or any kind of overwhelm. What needs less and what needs more? And so when we're asking ourselves, what do we need less of? Usually we can get the answer quite quickly. And so, for example, when I was feeling like that in the beginning, this burnout feeling, and I asked myself this, I knew, although I resisted it for a while, that I needed to drink less caffeine because it was making me more anxious and on edge. And so I needed less caffeine and less time focusing on rumination. Maybe less work. Maybe when you go to work, you just need to slow down there or at home. Less jobs, less moving. What needs more? So this is usually the good marker for what you need to be doing to look after yourself. So what do you do? What do you need to do more to feed your soul? What do you need to do more to feel good? And this could be maybe you need to eat more. Maybe you need to move your body more, not for jobs, but because you need to look after yourself, like going for a walk. Maybe you need more time around people who nurture you and look after you. 
So just, I mean, that's helpful even when you're not feeling like this to ask yourself what needs less and what needs more. It's the really good signs to guide us to what we need to do to make ourselves feel better, to make life better. So the last thing so I'm going to finish with is just a, a technique that you can try when you're feeling like this overwhelm and burnout feeling. And I just call it go lightly. So if you think about when you go to make a, a drink or a cuppa or something in the kitchen now, usually when we're doing this kind of, when we're on autopilot and we're lost in thought, we're usually like clanging the cupboards around in some way or we're really, we're, we're doing the things at maybe a faster pace, moving around because we're lost in our thoughts and asleep. The same when maybe we're getting up in the morning getting ready for work or when we're driving, the list is endless. When you're doing life things, usually we're not doing them very lightly. We're moving it kind of, I always think of myself like banging things around, although I'm not doing that, but that's kind of how it is. So just try this technique and the next time you're doing something, after you've listened to this, uh, it could be anything, do it lightly. So wherever you might be moving to, walking to, walk lightly. Whatever you're going to be doing with your hands or your body or your feet, do it lightly. So if I picture myself now going to make um, a cuppa and I'm opening the cupboard, I'm just being aware, being in the moment, I'm opening it lightly. And I'm doing the same for the things that I need, just all really slowly. When you do this, you'll notice how much in life you don't go lightly. And actually you go quite heavily about things. But this is the, a really good technique to try and slow both the body and the mind down together. Because we're just going lightly. Even the, telling ourselves the word lightly makes it feel lighter. And so try this technique anytime you want. You don't have to feel overwhelmed. You could do it even when you're brushing your teeth. But it's really good for slowing down. And I hope the things that I've talked about today have been helpful. If you do feel burnt out, please just take good care of yourself because it's a really difficult thing to feel and sometimes we don't feel it all in one go. It's just sometimes parts of the day the key thing to take with you is you f if you feel like this, it's a sign and a guide towards looking after yourself. So please do that. Thanks for listening.